Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life Talks with Emma and Nadia. You know it. Today, um, I am here, Emma. I am joined by my co-host and best friend, Nadia. Hi, everybody. And today, we are reconvening together to complete the part two of our college series this year with Nadia going to college next year. So if you didn't watch or listen to part one, that was a couple episodes before this. And now we're going to be talking about like after Nadia has signed and committed to a college, um, sort of how things have changed since we first talked from that first episode. So very exciting news. I'm very excited. We're going to do this in a sort of Q&A format for Nadia to answer. Um, but yeah, so let's first just recap a little bit. And I, I'm going to start off by asking Nadia, you, um, what were the main, let's say, top three or like main schools you were considering and for what major? Um, so when I applied, I really wanted to go to Northwestern, uh, which is in Illinois. It's kind of near Chicago. So definitely that one. Um, on, I also applied to Cornell and Georgia Tech. Those were probably the three that I was most interested in. Um, and for context, my major is chemical engineering. So out of those three, it, Georgia Tech was definitely, well, it wasn't my first choice because I personally didn't want to go down to the South. Um, but my mother really wanted me to go there because it's one of the top schools, et cetera, et cetera. I also applied to some of the UCs. So I guess we could put a couple of those as top choices, but I did not want to stay in California. So not including those. Um, so yeah, those three. And I applied thinking that those were going to be reach schools for the most part. Um, and that they were just going to be like, you know, if I even got into one of those, it was going to be a miracle. And yeah. Well, you had a very successful college recruiting process. Um, you got into a bunch of really great schools. So um claps and snaps for you on that um so let's talk a little bit about the school that you committed to and I'll let you say the name since it's where you're going to be spending your next four years at um and sort of how you reached that decision to go to that school yeah so I actually ended up getting into all three of my top choices um and it was a bit of a battle between like what I like the what the school looked like and what the environment was um, versus the cost because um, I applied to a couple of private universities and those can run up to like $80,000 a year um, which compared to like a public school which is like $50,000 a year I'm including like the tuition and the housing in there yeah that's that's $30,000 difference is quite a lot and also how good it was for like my major how good the school of engineering was so I ended up deciding on Georgia Tech and personally, I think a lot of things factored into that. Mostly it was because I'm, again, I'm doing chemical engineering and Georgia Tech, I think is like top two, top three, something like that for chemical engineering. They have a lot of resources for anybody in STEM. So they have, well, I visited, but they told me they had um, maker spaces, which are just like entire floors of buildings that are just, that just have like materials like laser jets, uh, sorry, lasers, water jets, 3D printers, et cetera, et cetera, that you can just use to make things. 
Um, so and it, it seemed like a very good environment to do research as well, which is something that I also really valued. Um, I was trying to look for schools that, you know, had a nice budget for research and that could, I could get involved in that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, do you know any of the rankings that Georgia Tech has in terms of your major of chemical engineering? I think what they told us when I went there is that they were number two. Uh, I assume on top number one is probably like MIT or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah. are we talking nationally or globally? Yeah, I think, I, mean, it's I think it's a national. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely one of like the major things. Like I wanted to go to a school where I felt comfortable, where I liked the campus and all that. But also most of my REACH schools, I tried to apply to ones that were like top 10 or something for engineering or for my major. Yeah, that sounds great. And it sounds like there are a bunch of different resources that are going to be really valuable to you moving forward and just like exploring engineering and like the school the environment and just the entire community there. Um, so I'm going to go back and reach into your memory about when you first, you know, click that I accept button and did commit to going to Georgia Tech. Were, what were the emotions you were feeling? Maybe you weren't feeling any emotions? Sort of what was that process like? Um, also just like deciding, like, was that something like your parents had a heavy say in? Or how did you, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision kind of a little bit spontaneously. I, so I received my like letter of admission um, on a Friday, I think it was. And then I was, you know, going over in my head, like what were the advantages of this school versus every other school I'd applied to um, mm -hmm. and then gotten into. Um, so like, what were the differences? What were the advantages of the school? And so I just spent the whole weekend like going over my head, like, okay, well, this school has lower cost and a better program, uh, but I'm not sure about like the location, but this school has like, is $80,000, is it worth paying that much more money for like an elite elite school, right? Even though if, even if it's not better for my major. So just going through those things in my head and I ultimately decided, I think it was like Sunday night or something, just kind of spontaneously, I texted my mom and was like, hey, can I put my admission deposit down? Yeah, so it wasn't a decision that, like, I was, like, a s super excited about it or anything. It was just like, hey, okay, I think I've decided this is, this has, I, I like making pros and cons lists. Um, this has the most pros. This one is the one that I feel like I could actually spend the next four years of my life in, and this is um, what I want to do. And I decided to put the admission deposit down, like, even before visiting and all that, because I was like, hey, I want priority housing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about your visit and stuff. Um, you recently went just like a couple weekends ago. How was that? Was it any different than you expected or the pictures or what was the vibes that you were feeling from that? So Georgia Tech is like smack in the middle of Atlanta. So I, I don't know, I wasn't really expecting much. I was kind of worried that the campus was gonna be like, you know, like a city location. It was gonna be like crowded and it was gonna be like kind of squished and and, you know, like, feel like you were in a big city. I don't really like the big city kind of vibe. Um, so I, I was worried it was going to be like that. But I really liked it. The campus is beautiful. It's really lush. It's got a lot of greenery. Um, there's, like, brick buildings. They're beautiful. Um, and it's, like, pretty large. And even though you are, in the, like, right in the middle of Atlanta, it doesn't feel like you're in the middle of a big city at all. 
Um, mm. So yeah, definitely. I didn't think that the campus and location were that important to me, like back when I was um, applying to stuff. But I think it, it is very important to me, actually, because I want to be able to like like where I'm going to be for the next couple of years. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. And, and just like, yeah, go for it. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just a brief overview. Do you mind telling me, you know, is Georgia Tech public or private? You know, how many undergraduate students do they typically have? Mm-hmm. Just some overall stats of Georgia Tech. Yeah, so I, Georgia Tech's a public university. It, I don't remember when they said it was founded, but it's over 100 years old. Uh, it's probably got around, I think, like 40,000 or so undergraduates. Um, as public school, of course, they're going to be a lot bigger. Yeah, so it, it's it's like a pretty large school, but personally, I think larger schools can have like benefits and drawbacks on one hand. For the first couple of years, I'm definitely going to be in like larger classes, big lectures, um, stuff like that. But on the other hand, they have a lot more resources for students because they will, they just get more, a lot more funding. Um, what I especially like about the school is that they have, I think they, they told us they had like a $2 billion budget or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but about one, about half of the budget is just for research, which is really interesting and really beneficial to anybody who like wants to get involved, like me. And so, okay, so going back to the original question, mm-hmm. when you're visiting and stuff, um, did any emotions change? I know you went with your mom, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, how is she feeling about it? Are you feeling very secure and confident in your decision to commit? Yeah, I would say yes. Um, so my mother kept, while we were there, my mother kept asking me, are you sure you want to do this? Like, I had already put my deposit down. I basically just, been, I've, I've like already filled out my housing application and put that money down. And my mom keeps asking me like, hey, are you sure about it? Are you sure about it? Are you sure about it? And I was like, yeah, I really liked this school when I went there. I really loved it. Um, I That was the only thing I was really worried about because I knew they had like good programs. Another thing is that the school is notoriously known for being hard. Um, but when I went there, they're like, yes, we know that this school is known for being hard, but we have a very like collaborative environment and you can always ask for help and we're not trying to fail you, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that made me feel a little bit more comfortable about where I was at. Um, also, it's just like the new environment. Like it's, we live uh, on the West Coast and Grotech is on the East Coast. Uh, it's like a five hour flight or something. Um, but it's just like a new environment. It's it's different than what the West Coast is. Um, and so the chance to just experience that new environment and kind of step out of the little bubble of the Bay Area is really nice. Yeah. I mean, what are you most looking forward to? I'm not really sure what I'm most looking for. I think the thing I probably want am excited about the most is just like that independence that comes with going to college, especially like that far away. Um that independence um also I'm very excited to like meet new people especially like people that are interested in the same areas that I'm interested in I decided so Georgia Tech has this thing called the living learning communities where you basically can live in like there's like they have special dorms and you can live in those dorms with a bunch of other people in the community and every community is like based around a different thing so the one that I'm going to be joining is like a stem-based community Mm-hmm. Um, so just getting to live with other people that are, are, are STEM people too is very, it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. So then I'm going to ask you, you know, that sounds very exciting, but 
clearly a lot of freshmen or incoming college students have a lot of apprehensions and, you know, nerves because they're moving to a different state in your case um, without your parents. You are the oldest kid um, and this is the first time your entire family is going to be experiencing this. What are you nervous about, you know, about what could go wrong or like, let's say dorming and stuff? I mean, definitely something that I'm sure a lot of college students um, that are incoming freshmen deal with is like, hey, am I going to like my roommate? I am, I'm kind of worried about that. I'm kind of worried about like, hey, if this roommate isn't a good fit for me, it's not going to be a fun year. Uh, but not too much of a problem for me. I, I, I mean, if I don't like my roommate, I'll just avoid them. I, I don't really, other than like, you know, obviously it is something completely new and it's something I'm going to have to get used to living on my own. I'm not that worried about it. I think um, one thing that's definitely making me feel better is the fact that we met like another family there, like we're like connected from some family friend and something like that. Um, so, and they have a daughter that's in grad school at Georgia Tech and they also live really close to the school. So I know that if mm-hmm. I ever need help, I can go to her or I can go to that family um, and I can get help. So that's definitely makes me feel a little bit better um if I was going in there without knowing anybody at all it would be a little bit different but it's yeah that makes me feel a little bit better about being that far away and having to you know figure things out on my own yeah of course um and I think that's something you know that everyone feels and so I know you know I know you and so knowing you it's gonna be I know you're gonna do really well and you're gonna find that community moving forward so I'm super excited for you in regards to that um also just a little bit sad and nostalgic on my end because I don't want to see you go um but definitely very excited for you moving forward yeah I think it's going to be very different like being so used to having like people that I love but all my friends like so close like and then I'm just going to be <laughs> five or six hours away I'm not going to come back a lot I'm not going to be able to see certain people for like years maybe um, so that's a little bit scary. That's a little bit sad. But I'm glad that we have the internet, I suppose, to keep in touch. <laughs> you know, because if this was like 30 years ago and like phone phone calls costed like actual money. Um, yeah, no. This would be very different. I am really glad the internet exists for sure in many ways. It definitely has allowed like long distance friendships, relationships, just to all like I think work a lot better than let's say maybe it would have been like a couple years ago. I think I'm going to get really into mailing people stuff when I go to Atlanta. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm already doing that kind of correspondence with certain, some people like mailing letters back and like forth. Like me? We live. Yeah, you, but also like is uh, mailing letters back and forth to another girl that lives like 30 minutes away from here. Uh, yeah, but I think I'm going to continue the mailing. I'm very excited to buy a little stationery. Yeah. 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 No, I'm really excited for you, and I know you're going to be fine, and I'm going to be there every step of the way for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. Is there anything else you would like to add to our podcast today? Overall, I I feel very lucky to have um, had like a lot of choices when I was picking um, colleges. I think, (laughs) I mean, I would rather have too many choices when picking colleges than too little choices. So I definitely feel very lucky to have gotten that. Um, I, but it's still very scary picking a school, like actually deciding, 
like knowing where you're going to be for the next four years after like working your butt off for <laughs> since middle school like being yeah. in high school to like you know try to figure out where you're going or set yourself up in a good place like it's a little bit scary um but it also feels like it's like a sigh of relief like oh I worked um to get myself here and now I can just focus on the next couple of years and then after that I'll figure out where I'm going because I yeah I have the next four years figured out probably but I still don't know what's gonna happen after that it's yeah so that, that's, no, a that's scary. totally okay yeah like I went into college with one like ex- like entire career plan with like my grad school and everything planned out and then I decided to switch um <laughs> And I'm so happy with it. So it's definitely just like being comfortable with going into the unknown and understanding that things are going to change and just being flexible and patient with yourself for sure. Uh, any tips you might have, Nadia, last question for, you know, the upcoming seniors that are going to be going through this process very soon. Hmm. I think, you know, don't, uh, this is something that I personally did. I know a lot of people have like, you know like somewhere they're set on going like they really they really want to go somewhere but don't like force your expectations on yourself don't like bow down to what other people want you to do um figure out what what place is going to be right for you what like if you want to go to college community college um trade school work after high school whatever it is find out what's going to work for you and not what's like what other people expect you to do well I think what wherever you end up you're going to be really happy I did not think I would be ending up in Georgia to be very honest, I probably thought I was going to end up in, like, some, one of the UCs. Um, so, you know, wherever you end up, I'm sure you'll find some joy in it. Yeah, and, you know, we could go into this so much in depth, but I really do have to emphasize the whole re- rejection is redirection. It really does not feel like it whatsoever when you get that no and, you know, in the time or week or days that you're taking to process that. But it really applies to anything, you know, schooling, internships, jobs, um, friendships. Like, it really hurts for me, at least, to hear someone say no. And, it, you know, it makes me feel like, oh, is there something wrong with me? But time after time, it has always proven to be beneficial for me. And I've always come out of it stronger with way better uh, outcomes than, let's say, if I originally had a yes. And so, you know, I think it's really hard in the time. But I really do believe that rejection is redirection. Yeah, definitely. And, like, wherever you are, it doesn't matter where you go. It, like, matters what you do when you're there right yeah so you could go to you could go to the best school but if you don't like take initiative to um do internships or talk to professors etc cetera, etc cetera, like you're not you're not it doesn't matter that you went to that good school. like uh you need to build professional connections yes yeah, i agree well thank you nadia for doing that q a I am very proud of you and excited to see where you will go in the next years and down the road. Um, you know, I think this this podcast has lasted a really long time, probably longer than both of us expected. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Maybe another college series will be in the process a couple years down the road when we're applying to higher education. Maybe. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That seems the thought of applying again to another college seems very. Um, one time was enough for me, but you know what? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Thank you guys so much for listening, and to everybody that has is still deciding on colleges. I know it's due on May first, or is going to be doing that next year. I wish you luck. Um, yeah, this was a little bit about my experience, but thank you guys for listening.